Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Gentlemen. Low-key, that. It's lost of the series. Quite sombre. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I'm feeling Rightly sombre. so. I'm feeling But it's Christmas as well. It is. It might not be the normal Christmas, but it's still Christmas, isn't it? Yeah. Last of the series. It's been a good nana. Even if we do say so ourselves. Yeah. Well, we haven't really contributed, have we? No. <laughs> I find the best podcasts are when we pretty much start and then have to say very little yeah. here on in. It's been long. 15 episodes. Hope everybody's enjoyed it. Yeah, we've covered some miles in all mine, don't we? We have. Length from Bradford the country. I mean, mm. we'd have gone further, wouldn't we? But all these travel bands, we had we had big plan with Valderrama. He were coming on, wouldn't he? That's <laughs> Julio Giorgio. <laughs> but no, it's... Uh, and you know what? The only reason we can do all that is because of the Patreon and that, isn't it? True. That is true. Uh, anyone who's not a Patreon, then, well, well whilst we're going to be, if you fancy getting on board. Yeah. They're carrying on, aren't they, obviously? Yeah. The Patreons are carrying on, and there's 20 odd episodes, I'd say. More. Must be nearly 30 now. 30 episodes. Yeah. Can, I mean, yeah. when we checked out of the hotel when we did Roma Vine last week, I know that's for next series, but we're an £800 bill, aren't we? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell, John. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> but 800's not just a pair it was. But to be fair that was ridiculous I know but I mean it, we did make the most of the fact that we were in a tier 2 place didn't that we? Other thing, yeah. come out, I mean we come out a tier 3 we've not been able to get a drink around anywhere we've gone to a tier 2 so we, we'd had our test by the way we'd had our test roll yeah. red, uh, red rag to the bull weren't it and it was just And the thing was the, the hotel was it was a top end hotel not that we usually stay in top end hotels but it was all we could get yeah Six quid, seven quid a peroni. Yeah. So I ordered. Not that a, we realised beforehand. I ordered a pint. You ordered a, a bottle of red. John ordered six peroni <laughs> bottles thereof. As soon as the waiter brought them back, he went, "I'll have six more, mate." <laughs> <laughs> and that's Sorry. Not even, I'm not even joking there. <laughs> Sorry, you'll have to order another, another meal if you want six more. No problem. No problem. Passes that menu back over here. I'll have another fish finger sandwich, bigger. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, we appreciate it. Don't yeah, we, very much appreciated. Hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. No, I think it's the it's the Patreon that's that's really helped us out. We really appreciate everybody helping us out and contributing towards towards making it possible. Yep, just one of the five thousand subscribers and get my teeth done. Mm. And I know it's a bit away, but it's going to be one hell of an episode to start the next series. Oh, we're fine. If you think of Mark Bircham and Andy Johnson. You're not yeah. far off, are you? A crossbreed. Yeah, all three. Oh, them, them, them three are, are all in the same bracket. I would say. So you've got that to look forward to. Started strong as well, didn't he? 
Yeah. Strongly looking forward to it. Yep, certainly am. But no, it's. Uh, I've enjoyed the series. I'm. I'm ready for a break. I feel like we're all tired. Yeah, I'm ready mm. for a break. You finished on a win though. Fucking did I? I tell you what, we've Fuck. done. You two have helped change my life, lads. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to talk us through it or what? No, I'll let you. So we did us obviously midweek. Who knows wins? And I spent approximately eight seconds doing it. I thought, I'm not going to think about it. I'm just going to go bish, bash, bosh, bosh. Uh, joint leader. Unbelievable. But not only joint leader, 10 out of 10. That's it. That's remarkable. What was your prize, money? 425, I think. Oh, midweek one, weren't it? Not the... bad for a couple of quid, though, yeah. is it? Yeah, midweek, midweek one's only... I'm an upgrade on my Christmas present now. Ah yeah, yeah you're going around. You're going. You're going. That same as what you gave me before. I won it. <laughs> Fuck all. <laughs> but no, yeah. So I think that's the secret, folks. Just just guess. go for it. Yeah, just go in flippant. I'm pleased for you, John, because if there's anybody who you know, there's nobody at this table more enthusiastic about the who knows wins leagues as you. I love it. I and love it. I really to, do. He deserves it to he? finish the year with oh, a trophy. Yeah. I'm no, pleased for ten you. out of ten. 10 out of 10. Oh, can you imagine if it had been you, the perfect 10 week? Perfect 10 week mm. on a Saturday. I'd oh. have been, fuck it. I'd have, have been here now. I'd have resigned. I'd have been off, lads. If my auntie had bollocks, she'd be my uncle, lads. No, <laughs> 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 need. look at him. <laughs> bitter, I'm not bitter. 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 <laughs> you bitter <laughs> bastard. Trying to bring, trying to bring my winners. And to be fair, uh, I shared it with someone else, so I bet they were like half raging that, that they didn't win it on themselves. Right on top. Yeah. But all good fun, innit? All good fun. Not everybody were as lucky as you, though. This no. week, were they, John? Well, I, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm, I've been felt a little bit guilty of being able to call the people plonkers with me being so bang sharp at it myself. But now I feel as I've got a right to top of the tree. Top of the tree, ten out of ten. I'm in a position where I can slate folk now for it, and I've got five this week. I've got Super Kit Twenty One, S Hanko Ninety Two, S U Y D C, Lou Hemp, and Ammo Ninety Four. Plonkers. You know how many they got? How many? None. Oof. Oh, terrible. Zero. Coming from a position of strength and power of my own now, as the Uno's wins undisputed champion, champion. of the world. <laughs> Your five have been a sack of shit. But fear not, we'll drag you from the gutter and you get a free game next week. Yep. Uno's wins will be in touch. So congratulations. Get Thank involved you. in the Boxing Day one. Oh, aye. Great boxing Day, day will be the big one. The bumper holiday fixture. Great day, football boxing yeah. day. If you've not already got involved, which you should have done by now, let's be honest, but if you don't know what, what happens, you trick, you trick your fiver in or your two quid, depending if it's a, a midweek or all, but the weekends, trick your fiver in, make your 10 predictions, all the money goes in the pot, no bookies, just, we just split it all. Don't yeah. Top 10, get a share of the uh, The pot was every week. So yeah, if you've not got involved, just uh, download the app on iTunes or Android Player. No. Usual formats. Right. Tech, tech man here. <laughs> Jesus. You been having lunch with Steve Jobs? It was a little nod after he said it I as well. Like, yeah. Usual formats. <laughs> Get yourself involved. You don't realise I'm in a position of power this who knows wins now. <laughs> I'm not spread, I'm not ambassador. <laughs> so odds this week? Yeah. I played him at Cardiff. You've been on a night out a couple of nights yeah. Saturday, mate, yeah. Yeah. Great lad. Lovely kid. It was good to speak to somebody that's just not long fell out the game and wanting to be a manager. And wanting to get back wanting in. Wanting to get back yeah. in to be a coach. Yeah. And Seeing he's... it from a, a different perspective as well, as, with a coach's head on. Yeah. You know, he's put, especially the, the, the Uddersfield end of his career where he's with, with, his, with Wagner and wanting to absorb everything and 
Sometimes what a manager he's seen, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it, I, I think that might be thinking that might be the first manager he's ever worked. I don't think he's ever worked under foreign managers before. Yeah, he's had your Dowies, your Pardew, your Warnocks, Warnock, yeah, same old faces, Jones. Jones. But yeah, yeah he's, he was. I really enjoyed it. He's uh, as a manager, if you, you've got him in his dressing room as a captain, you, you've you've three quarters away there, you've cracked it. Good yeah. captain. Oh, incredible! Yeah. I, bet, I bet he was. Yeah, best. Probably, what yeah, made, best it, what made him so good? Just that he looked after everybody. Everybody were the same. If you've got any problems, or if the lads wanted uh, like someone to be talked to, to the manager, odds we've all had a chat. Can you take it to the manager? Yeah, no bother. With some captains, though, are still looking after themselves, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I think he's going to be a good manager. Yeah. Should we get him in? Yeah, let's, let's get, get him, him in. in. Let's come on, odds. Do we wish everybody happy Christmas? Oh, happy Christmas, <laughs> by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah Merry happy Christmas, Christmas to you all. Had a lovely New Year. And, um, yeah, we'll be back next year with a new series. Mm. New series. So, yeah, no, thanks for everybody listening and yeah, supporting right. the podcast so we far we, in 2020. We hope we've made you this shitty year just a little bit better. We hope we've changed your life. Changed mine. <laughs> Fun. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for having us on. Thanks for yeah. coming. Thanks on. for having us on. You're fucking winding me up. <laughs> Why? Why? I've been asking him, right, for pretty much since we started. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's for me. I don't know if it's for me. Tweet, we get an award. <laughs> <laughs> Within 15 minutes. Park me. I'll come on if you want. I almost thought about fucking you off. Well, yeah. I did. Yeah, it was about time. It was about time. But I did. It was the day that you got the award. I texted you saying, get us on then. Yeah. I, so I, I could have cut my nose off to spout your face. But I thought, no, we'll get him on. You're better than that, aren't you? Yeah. I'm bigger. Yeah. For the company. Innit? I thought you were company. ready now. What, ready for you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just so happens it's like two minutes from your house as well. Well, you've come to me, which is always better, yeah. Yeah, perfect. So, teammates at Cardiff? We're certainly, well, more than teammates, we're pretty much we were housemates, weren't well, we? Were, well, yeah, yeah, in our house, yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> still almost live around the corner, literally about two doors down. Yeah. I'm not sure that was a good thing. It was, it was, so you invite them into the family home? Well, what? yeah, I, a couple of occasions that, weren't warranted right you invited me a couple of times and I invited myself (laughs) more than a couple yeah but a random hours as well (laughs) random hours 2.30 in the morning get a knock at the door missus who's that I thought I'd be brave go to the back door it's got a little glass sort of peep through look through it it's his (laughs) big face (laughs) right in the window Open the door, open the door, let us in, let us in. <laughs> Thinking, oh, what is going on? I think that t- o- I didn't open it. I still, like, talked through the glass window. What? <laughs> what do you want? I've got, like, got crows in my house. You've got to let us in. <laughs> so I opened the door. He's got these horrific chef. Do you remember the chef box? Oh, yeah, because he was travel down in me in my pyjamas. Yeah, so he's in slippers. It's like Cardiff, 2 freezing, wet. He's got these chef's bottoms on. Baggiest <laughs> hoodie you've ever seen. He goes... I open the door, he goes, right, stick, stick a brew on, I'll tell you all about it. I'm like, <laughs> she's still shouting down the stairs going, who is it, who is it? I'm like, don't worry, it's Parky. And then, uh, yeah, he told us all about it. It's like 2.30 in the morning, sticking a kettle on. It's not what you need to see. 
And he's like, he's so, happy to just sit there and have a chat. He's like, yeah, crows have just so what burst happened the is nest. The crows chimney, the chi- like the chimney were an open fire chimney. And I've travelled down after coming back home. And I've opened the door and the chimney's fell through. So there's crows, dead crows everywhere in my house. <laughs> dead crows? Yeah, it'd, yeah. Be, it'd have been a couple of days, innit? Yeah. We'd gone back, we'd had time We off. played Donny Chef United. Yeah. So we stayed up, both away, so we stayed up. So I'd obviously left on the Friday, come back down late Wednesday night, opened the door, shit everywhere. Like bird shit everywhere. Every ornament knocked off. Dead birds everywhere as well. Was, Four horrible. dead crows. Non, none survived? No. None of survived. I don't even know if you stayed, did you stay? Because you said, I can't I sleep I, back there. I don't know if I got, I don't know if I got an hotel. I'm not sure if that warranted an evacuation at half two, though. No, mate, it, it, no, no, it, I thought when he's, obviously, because he exaggerates a little bit, doesn't he? <laughs> a, little a little bit. bit. A little bit. And um, I thought, is it like going to be like a pigeon, like one, just burnt to a crisp in the fire or something? Walked into the house, honestly. Just seeing it, it was like blood smears all around the walls. It, they'd obviously tried to get back out and been trapped in there and gone in, because... Imagine he doesn't shut any doors either. <laughs> Gone in every room possible. There was like every oh. win, every window, every windowsill just covered in shit and blood. You know, we'd have tried flying out at window. So that's why I went to half two well, in the morning. Well, any any normal human being would like probably like make a mop up a little bit, clear yeah. up a little bit, move like, a few get, carcasses. Get, well, yeah, and get yourself to bed. And then yeah. I'll, I'll visit that in the morning. But in the morning. No, 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 no. I know what. I just it's half two. I'll just pop round this. I've got to tell somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got to tell get, somebody. Get, get the tea on. In fact, I think that that night, I think I just checked into an hotel for two nights and then Kember. Uh, oh, no, you didn't clear it up. Tracy, were it? Were it Tracy? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dave Jones' yeah, assistant. The receptionist. Yeah. She yeah, just got us. She sent her out to clear up the Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, she knew. She, no, got, she no. got me two cleaners. And they were in for the full day. Did she used to do your ironing as well? Something like yeah, that. She, yeah, she did bless she's her. She's receptionist. Right. <laughs> Club secretary. She's good as gold though, wasn't she? She was great, yeah. yeah. And we had a few few dinners, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. He brought it up. So he said like, you cook a roast and I'll cook you a roast. So I, we've gone full hog, cooked him a roast, brought him round, big spread. So I'll do that for you next Sunday. So I've gone round to his. What did you cook? It might have been gammon burger, chips and beans or something. <laughs> <laughs> Turkey dinosaurs. No, it was like, yeah, it was, it was meat in a bat, gravy, over oh, it, yeah, like, and chips over everything. I've done beef like, sandwiches and chips. He was proud of it. I can't remember how long it took. He was really proud I of it. I can't remember how long it took to cook. But the <laughs> thing is, Mike, like, I'd, I'd just split up with ex-wife. So to be fair, it, it, him and ML looked after me. Like, we're doing bangers and mash tonight, you fancy some. Fucking do I. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there in 20 seconds. Yeah, I think, I think you were around most nights, to be fair. We did look after you, yeah, but it was like, it, when you're getting repaid, it's not quite the same. It's wet yeah. round. Did you enjoy this plate full of gravy and thought, yeah, that's that's not quite Did right. you enjoy your beef sandwiches and chips? They were good, yeah. yeah. I your fingers and that, yeah. <laughs> fair, it was good. You had a good start though, didn't you? 10 minutes in, yeah. scored. Scored and then? Half volley, celebrated. Many, many a time. Well, yeah, he was a good start. He peaks really early, <laughs> <laughs> and then that's there like was I'm, nothing after that. That's like when I'm making love. <laughs> <laughs> On that, you, you were obviously you were captain at a lot of clubs. Was that something that you did? Organised team, yeah, team dudes. Yeah, I think I did organise quite a lot. I think that was part of it. I, I felt like. Only when someone new came or we'd organise something to get them in. Because I felt like when, I think obviously you know, when you come to a new club, you, some places are a bit more welcoming than others. And I felt Especially like when it's so far away as well. Yeah, and I just felt like 
my missus is good at organising stuff as well so all the girls always used to do stuff and I always like we'd do stuff together so I just said like we'll go out get sort of once you've played it's alright but get involved and then we used to organise stuff all the time yeah. I felt that that was not like had to be done but I quite like looking after people that's what I'm about not, not all captains like that though no which is fine people have their own thing here. yeah like, I don't think would I was like that what? younger I think it's more probably later I think probably from Charlton Cardiff onwards yeah but I can remember you might not be able to remember it first probably time I ever talk, spoke to you out, out playing for Preston oh. but you went to me I think probably four or five games left at the season you just went big man I've got to move in the summer just fucking go steady will you <laughs> <laughs> I went mate to be fair I don't really want to be here yeah. either <laughs> so we like sort of stayed away from yeah, each yeah. other that was it <laughs> I think I learnt the lesson probably getting too tight on too many occasions but yeah something like that <laughs> I didn't even realise you started to follow yeah um, I was there from about 10 all the way through um, they, I think they were league 2 at the time and I remember like I was 10 I think at the time scrapping for kit and you think Fulham now you look at them now where they, obviously I was there when the money came in half fired and then we were getting Christmas hampers from Harrods like I've still got one of the boxes it's huge even like all the academy players used to get them oh, God knows how much that cost but yeah now we, we were uh, I was there for a long time till 22 I think was that, so, was that close to your like, location where you, where you were from? It's about 25 minutes, yeah. It's train <laughs> so about a mile and a half then in London? <sighs> yeah, to be fair, strap the A3, it's fine. But I used to get the train, obviously, before driving and that. And, um, but yeah, no, it's seen quite a few things at Fulham, right? Some players there as well, like Lee Clark, Chris Coleman. They'll have been old, like... Drinking culture as well. Like Obviously, I was just latched onto the end of that, I think. Obviously, I came through at the time, it was still quite prevalent. Yeah. And obviously, I don't know whether obviously that helped me or not. I think obviously it's hindered me at some point. But then when you're trying to break in to get into that sort of the click, click yeah. yeah, it was a drinking culture. I mean, like they used to go out all the time, and I think I latched onto that. I spewed on Clarky once. Lee Clark. Yeah, yeah. It was not the highlight. <laughs> like you know what I think. Young kid, it? young kid trying to be sort of key part of everyone, and I'm trapped in a booth. Clark is on the left sort of trying to get in with the seniors and all that for us to carry on drinking and that and I thought I feel it coming here it's horrible and I thought I was going to have to go and spew which would have taken a while but I couldn't get out of the booth because they it was one of them thought they know I'm going to go but then I hiccuped and I thought oh no <laughs> it's coming hiccuped spewed in my hand and then literally Clark's next us ended up leaning towards him spewed all over him Second, second wave, yeah, second oh, battalion. Second, yeah, there was no holding it back. It just came out. It was a bit like the Exorcist, and just went all over him. Not happy. And then he ended up getting blitzed. And then we end up breaking to his room that night. I'm a young kid at the time. Moved him while so he was on his mattress. Are you cocky or not? Or no, just, just trying to be because everyone was doing it. Like they were all sort of involved, and I just thought I just wanted to cling on to it. It wasn't my idea or anything like that. We ended up moving his mattress into the middle of the corridor while he's still fast asleep. I was only young at the time. So he must have been... But he came bellowing onto the bus in the morning. Hudson! Because <laughs> obviously I was a young kid, so he's like, found out who everyone was involved and just went straight for the young and I was like, oh, what am I doing? The thing is, the older lads are just going to throw you under the bus, aren't they? 100%. Ah, I felt rough as well on the bus. I was just like, that cow. You live and learn, or, or not. So do you think, you know that old school that you, you mentioned then where you started, do you think they shaped how you were when you got older? 
um, looking after the young lads and all that I think sort of so stuff. yeah it must I think massive it's, contrast it's totally different to now obviously look at it now you can't do anything obviously they're, they're protected aren't they which is safeguarded and everything which is which is right but I think like looking back I think I got someone's boots wrong at once I got locked in one of the boot skips I missed the training session I was locked in the boot skip for two hours even the like the academy managers searching everywhere for me found this boot skip I'm in the boot skip <laughs> Miss Trader killed him. Yeah, because I got the book. Yeah, you not, you not like Shane for help. Well, I was probably running out of breath for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, come for miss training because I got the boots wrong. But I think that all those sort of initiations and sort of testing and you were tested as a youngster. But yeah, no, looking back at like the <laughs> we're talking to you about Alan Smith, the guy called Alan Smith, my academy manager. We got beat on the Saturday. Brought us in on the Sunday. Can't remember. It must have been about. 17, 18. And it's quite sunny on the day. He's got his red SL Merc convertible parked outside. And he's got us all outside in the car park. And he's stood shaking his gold Rolex in front of us all. He's leant over into the car, like his bottle of champagne, shaking his Rolex bottle. None of you are going to have this. You're all shit. If, if, if you want this, this lifestyle, you're going to have to do better. I just remember being a kid thinking, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what, the hell? <laughs> what is going and on? He, and he played, like? Had he been a player? He'd been a cut, like, manager. Yeah, he's managed. I don't know if he played. If you'd have to look back. I never looked into it. But yeah, I, and then made us watch the 90 minutes after that. All I could see was the, the red SL on the car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking. Did you see nice, did you have Smith again? Did you come across I've him? I've come across him since, yeah. I think he's, you, got, he's got. Do you have the Rolex? Oh, no. I, don't, I didn't bring it well, up. I, didn't bring it up. He's got, I think he's involved. He loves cricket as well. I think him and. Um, might have been Michael Vaughan. I, so, they had an agency as well, so he's. I think he tried to sign me at one point. I went and met him. I just. I did bring it up. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> want him in the glove compartment. No, yeah. Just prep. I, I kind of get. Smithy! What, man of the match. You know what it is? It's weird. Like, the, I mean, the, the prep he must have gone to, or just a like, bottle of champagne. I'll lean over and grab this. I'm like, you can't have that in your car. Stop. I kind of get what he was getting at. Like, obviously, we've got B. A bit of a, like, if you want to have a good life, you're going to have to kick on but not in that yeah, way <laughs> there's, di- yeah. there's different ways of doing it I mean yeah. that you wouldn't do that now because most of well, the young, most of the young lads would be going well we've got the SL and you've got a micro or something I mean but yeah no I came across him since he was alright as academy manager he was okay he, um, but that that was uh, tasteless let's say <laughs> wankerish that, that well wankerish. Yeah, I mean you can say that yeah yeah but, wankerish were there, were there some massive changes when yeah. the fire had come in because obviously they're before yeah. and then the yeah, money yeah. well the, it was sort of my first sort of eye opening to foreign manager we had John Tagana but I like the training went up a level I'd seen like obviously he brought in all about the diet and stuff like that and so what did uh, Jeff Oldfield spoke about he yeah up, yeah he, but he knew players that were there at the time like we brought in Louis Saha Steve Malbronk like top top players and obviously then they kicked on but then obviously my chances like we're getting further away but Alan Goma centre half like you're thinking well I'm not going to get through it what were, but, the, what were the older lads like when they came in with all these changes were they like fuck this because we're stubborn bastards aren't we yeah they are yeah I mean there was definitely a, still that culture was still there but they'd they'd sort of bought into it and the players that had come through I mean some of the some of the foreign boys were drinking as well and loved the fag <laughs> was Bam Morty there? Bam Morty yeah 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 he yeah. always looked a bit of a dick he was he was all right, a bit of a cannon, but he was all right. 
He was alright with the youngsters as well. He was was he? With, yeah, he was good with the youngsters, yeah. I'll take that out then, mate. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good lad. Yeah, but you think that's a Louis. Yeah, but you know, like, perception of people from outside is always yeah. what we were talking about before, weren't we? Like, when, until you know someone. But they, they were alright, yeah, it, but it changed. The money came in and obviously that's where it started to, I think he left and then, I think Cookie took over after him. And he was manager when I left. He, he didn't want me to go and I ended up going on firstly I went on loan to Oldham so this is where I went and sort of experienced first thing football yeah. at Oldham and that was like moving away from London going to live up north what about 2021 21 yeah I lived with a boy called Ernie Cooksey obviously he who passed away yeah I, I, I lived with him oh my god I've never like laughed so much with someone like we lived in this flat apartment said so you can share with Ernie so I met him day one no furniture we had no beds, no furniture. But he's already been living there, thinking, "What are you living on?" <laughs> no TV. Is he a yeah, he played there. Yeah, but it was like you can live with him. I was thinking, "Oh, good, there'll be like furniture." But I'm not going to come bring my own furniture on loan. Walked into this flat, nothing. He couldn't cook. He had literally just had his bed and no furniture. So we went out and bought like we basically lived on inflatables for three months. <laughs> <laughs> we had an inflatable, an inflatable sofa. Duck. Inflatable sofa, inflatable armchair. I had an inflatable bed. <laughs> and lived like that for three months. And I cooked chicken pasta bake every night. As an experience to go on loan, unbelievable. I and mean, like Dowie was there at the time. This is obviously when I come across Dowie. He yeah. took me there. Then Dowie left because he did quite well. Um, and went to Palace. Go on loan and to Palace the Champ. The champ. champ. Yeah. So that was Good it. Move, Straight from it? Yeah, so I went obviously on loan, League One, then to the Champ within like three months. Played in that, we did well. We got towards the playoffs, in the playoffs, then my loan ended and then they went yeah, through. We're about they won it. Yeah, they won one nil against West Ham, I think, in the final. Yeah, yeah. I went and watched that as, as a Fulham player. They invited me to come, but I was still a Fulham player. Right. But like, I was in the dressing room after celebrating with them like I was there. <laughs> you know I mean? Fucking John Terry here. Yeah. Yeah, right. Full kit on and that. <laughs> <laughs> Do I get a medal or? Yeah, I was sort of, where's the medal? But, yeah, but. At the time, I felt part of it, and he yeah. said that we'll come and buy you. We're going to come and buy you, and then so they bought me for just over a million quid, which at the time well, that's, quite, a, that's quite a big heavy. old fee for somebody who's played three months in League One, overpriced. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Massive, massively overinflated. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get one of them? That's the fucking ink. Is ink dry? Yeah, fucking it might have been 1.1. So there's, I mean, it was quite expensive. I obviously then I played. I think you're looking at about 30 odd games across League One and the champ and then get bought and then straight into the Prem started the Prem started in the Prem straight away I was just like what is going on here like got a swift whirlwind swiftly dropped after about eight games in the Prem <laughs> <laughs> found out the level um, but yeah that was just like it was a whirlwind yeah yeah. Worked out brilliantly for you though, Dowie leave and going to the championship. Well, yeah, obviously I didn't Not never think about you know, I, ne I never look too far into the future, so I never think like, oh, if I do well for him, I think of being a kid as well, looking thinking he could get a move. It just happened, and then yeah. he's like on the phone straight away, like, so, get back to Fulham and I'll come and get you. I was because he, he really kicked Palace on when, in, when he first yeah, got there, didn't yeah, he? Like, yeah, completely yeah. transformed the club. He did, yeah. I think they were towards the bottom, and we just kept going. And just what, what was right it? Away. Like, could you put your finger on it? We had a we had a good. There was a good group there already. Let's, mm. let's, not, let's sort of. You got to look at the players. Yeah, they, it was Routledge one at Routledge. Routledge, Julian Gray on the wings. Um, obviously, Sh Ships was there. Dougie Freeman, Andy Johnson, young players. Ben Watson coming through. 
obviously I played next to Tony Popovich Michael, so they were underachieving Ma- then really Michael Hughes centre mid yeah. you know, Irish centre mid and like obviously I come in as a kid and then talk about culture that was some culture there at the dressing room that was ruthless that place ruthless in a good way yeah there was expectation but like <laughs> obviously Ships was there at the time some like he used to be he used to first time I'd ever seen like a heart rate monitor and a reading the calories and you see this beep 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 go off in training that's me done literally walk off after like 25 minutes like ships are like no I've done my calories for today <laughs> <laughs> and go and then put the racing poster under his arm and off he went that was him Thing talked about his fitness well, he did used to work his chuckies off didn't he oh, it I was mean, a handful yeah. probably a bit mm. like you in that respect like bad working no not like that but like you could <laughs> you, someone to a focal point maybe yeah. someone to, to, to play off and like build a platform but yeah. obviously that group there was unbelievable and then Warnock he, he came into Palace we had Peter Taylor there this is after Dowie had left and um, obviously under Warnock and that that's the first experience of him and like for me he was brilliant I mean he, he says he gave so you're in this you're an established championship player yeah now. yeah yeah we were back and you're feeling comfortable there. in it he, and... he, he took over after Peter Taylor which we didn't quite work top coach by the way Peter Taylor come from England been like all around and he to be fair it was him that gave me the armband first but at Warnock will take the to the credit yeah he said he gave it to he, he said he gave it me first but he didn't it was Peter Taylor but I remember him and this is where I came across Mark Kennedy one of my roommates they had a proper row obviously Sparky being tight with money they had a row and he, he started to walk in and Peter Taylor shouts across and goes oh, that's a, it's going to be two weeks that Sparky went right back, straight back into training he said I'm not paying that <laughs> he said I'm going to crack on I'm not bothered about the fine or having a row so I'm going to join back in training just didn't want to pay the fine I think he was about to walk in I think that, yeah I think <laughs> once, once you've committed once you've started walking know, off you've yeah, got a show yeah. takes, a, takes a tight month <laughs> yeah yeah that's it yeah, takes a proper <laughs> tight month yeah, and it's yeah. shouted back if, if you can do a week I'm, I'm still going to get in yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. worth a week <laughs> but like obviously looking back at Palace some of the players that come in like Paul Dickoff came I ended up getting in a room, room roommates with him as a kid and he'd he'd been I was, early 30s by this time yeah 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 yeah. and then obviously had a top career and I like sort of idolised I looked at football as a kid like people that have done so well in the game and they're like I do your rooming with Dick off and I'm like fucking hell wow brilliant this and he went got into the room he went right young'un I'm just going to crack the window sat on the window ledge like 20 B and H out the window I'm sitting there like as a kid <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck's going on but yeah just, just when coming you're across these, these senior <laughs> pros but the next day we'd turn up and the job. <laughs> so yeah, came across quite a few players at that time in Palace. If you look at the, the differences between Taylor and Warnock, obviously Taylor's a great coach, but didn't really do that well. Mm. I can't imagine mean, I never played under Warnock, but I imagine he's not a coach, but he just gets it done, doesn't he? My he gets man. results. Oh, Matt is like probably the, the most honest as well. Man management. He, he literally his impact was Saturday before the game made you feel a million. Like to to play for him, your teammates. Um, we fell out actually talking about Warnock it's the first time I've actually probably fallen out of a manager it's, my contract was running down the last year of it and um, he brought me in and said like, oh, I'm going to get a new contract here it is I looked at it it was like well not much of a rise so I think you know what he sort of was getting results and we are doing okay playing in it captain at the time as well I thought right doing okay here getting towards the playoffs again so I turned it down 
not to think just turning it down just to leave just turn it down hoping get for a, yeah, get, yeah just renegotiation what you thought you were what you thought you deserved as well yeah I thought well yeah I thought so and you probably get it if you're moved if you got a move well I knew what was being offered elsewhere yeah because obviously everyone knows in football you, yeah. you know you can you get wind of it and um, I thought well if I get close to that obviously I don't want to move and he just he sort of looked to me as I was handed I said no, no maybe not let's see what we can do he said oh, okay no problem walked out to training got us all in a circle and he went right he said him thinks he's better than all of you <laughs> I sort of like I didn't expect it <laughs> from kid. nowhere yeah nowhere literally just went at that point saw this finger coming towards me I was just like what's going on he said he thinks he's better than all of you lot better do give me a ball throw me a ball he said there you go there's a pitch over there go and kick the ball back on your own over there he said you're not involved tomorrow I was like what Captain. in front of the boys as well so the boys didn't know any of it what was going on they just must have gone what the fuck is going What's on he, what has he done yeah what have I yeah <laughs> done something wrong and then they played I think they got beat I will say they got beat <laughs> <laughs> they got beat six yeah yeah. and then um, on Monday it was like nothing had happened he went and then he called another meeting and he went yep yeah, chuck the toys out of the pram you're back in play West Brom Wednesday night and said to me look you're playing now and we went and we drew one all against West Brom on the, on the, but that was it. No more contract talk, nothing. It just I played, but no contract. But he'd say it out loud. He'd say, "Oh no, I've chucked the toys out." Yeah. Monday, new week. Oh, do you think if they didn't need you, you'd have been still playing on that field? I mean, obviously, you talk about like blow my own trumpet. I thought they would need me, um, but they probably could have done well without me. It's just football's that way, and it's so nothing, way, nothing at the end of the meeting. Like fucking get out of my office. Just, oh, all just, right, no bother. He just went, yeah, okay, yeah, no problem. Like, nice as pie. I thought, oh, that's gone quite well. <laughs> About 20 minutes later, I've got the ball juggling on my own on a pitch. They're setting up for the tea tomorrow. There's me just thinking, what should I do with this ball? <laughs> Few kick-ups. I'm thinking, I can't go in because I get dumb, I'll get fined. I'll just stay here and just, I'll just... Just dribbling around and behind. Yeah. Useless. I think <laughs> what is going on. I think I'd have gone with the old kick it onto the pitch with the training rule. Yeah, but I, I look back then, I think I was young then as well. I felt. How old were you? I must have been about 23, 24, but I felt young. Can't believe they didn't come back with another offer though. No, nothing. They said, that's it, take it or leave it. Stubborn um, masters. Yeah. And then, is that from Warnock or above? Probably above. Yeah. Yeah, probably above. Um, That'd be Jordan then. Jordan was there, yeah. And then Charlton came in. For signing for Pards, this will be good. This like he's a well-respected manager, and they've had a decent team. They've been in a, a sort of similar to Palace, really, in and out the Prem. We give it a good go. Not to be about two months in, he got the boot. Just before that, actually, I knew that it was going the way it was going. Obviously, results tell you that. And um, he called me into the the office once towards the end, and he was like, "You're going to have to call a meeting." Are you captain at this point? Yeah, but uh, yeah, but I didn't. I didn't get told that when I signed. Matty Holland was there, and obviously I really respected Matty. Talking about senior Some legend as well. Yeah, right? took the captaincy off him and gave it to me. So literally stuck me in the mire straight away. Talk about like finding your feet. How do you feel Fat- look, when you walk? Is that? Do you it, feel a bit embarrassed? Yeah, le- yeah, hundred percent embarrassed. Again, think about the age I was. Like there was Ben Thatcher was still there, Nicky Reaver was still there, Andy Gray was still there. Um, Obviously, Matty Holland was still there. And then he literally, when them senior pros took it off Matty, I was thinking, 
don't give that to me. So you're going to be club captain. In front, is it? Did he call a meeting and, and no, address it in front of I everybody? I think or? so on the training field. Like said, so like you're going to be. Club, uh, yeah. So that was pressure. He didn't give you an armband for the training ground. No, I don't think so. <laughs> no, he didn't throw. I think it's more of the action. <laughs> you're captain. Yeah, yeah. But then, like that had obviously been tough to try and win them back over them as well as being trying to get results so but not, then, your, not your fault either no but that. then this is where it got to it got to like I knew that he was under pressure called me into his office and said you're going to have to take a meeting I said I'm sorry what he said I'm going to take a meeting I said why can't you take a meeting hmm. he said they won't listen to me oh. I'm like looking at cards <laughs> at the time thinking hang on a minute this well respected yeah, manager I'm two you? months in and he's gone you, you're going to have to go down call a meeting I said well, where he said do it in the dressing room like telling me what to do, what to say, but you call it. So I just thought, I can't do that. Like, what they're going to think, why? Like, you've got to call it. Are you doing all right as well? You're in this two months, even though you were struggling, are you doing all right? We started the season really well, scored on my debut on the first game at home, beat Swansea 2 0. And then he'd praised me quite a bit in the press and stuff like that. Obviously, coming in with the coming from Palace, and he said something about obviously, we've signed a Premier League defender. and he's shown his quality straight away you've got a lot of pressure going on you're here, a lot you? yeah I looked at felt pressure at the time but I look back and think that was a lot of pressure and then too much way too much there was no help there was no like you talk about leadership groups now in, yeah. in teams there was not like it was like Matty then felt well, I don't deserve that do I align myself with now the new club captain and help him as a young kid and what did he do he was alright he didn't play either they just didn't play him so he was there training it would have hurt him it would have hurt him and that's obviously not on me and I don't know whether he he did try and we'd have created a relationship over time but it was tough yeah tough I think it's just paranoia you'll find that a lot of the lads will be sanguier but in your head you're thinking yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. Close, he's got he's well respected this club everyone's going to think I'm a yeah, yeah, yeah. Norm, but yeah really, but, or, or I'd ask right. for it do you know what I mean I'm only going to sign if I'll, I'll get yeah, my arm back yeah, yeah. Which I'd probably thought that they would think, because I, I tried to try not to think, but I think quite a lot about stuff and thought, these ain't going to have me here looking at this kid. Who's this? You can't put that out there, can you? I didn't ask for it. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. It's like I don't want it, because obviously once I've given it, I'm taking yeah, it. You've got to hold it, haven't you? I'm, See, I'm, I, I wear that with pride, do you know what I mean? So it's never had that. It's one of them you think, shall I just have it out with him? Look, Matty, I can have a word. Yeah. Look, I've not asked for it. Like, I feel a bit of a dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Like, tried to create, like, obviously talking about, like, sorting people out and organising stuff. I tried to organise a meal, get us together, because we were struggling. I thought, right, let's do something. Did nobody turn up? That was hard work. That was hard work. <laughs> now I sat on my own. Table for 20. Sat at the table thinking they're going to be here soon. <laughs> You're in pizza, next breath. Best of lads in pizza. But, <laughs> even then, I don't know whether I'd had the full back in. I, don't, I wouldn't say my form was any good. Um, I mean, we had some, there were some good characters. We just didn't have enough. I think they all left at the time. And then we, well, obviously, we went, Pards left and then we went down. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss
with that Palace to Charlton, what were the fans like were you? Brutal. With you personally? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We Probably were lucky there weren't so much social media back then, or it could yeah, have been thank God for that. a hell of a lot worse. Yeah, I mean, we went back and played them. Obviously got like money grabber, this, that and the other, shouted at, but you just got to, I think you just got to take that. I knew obviously that was going to happen, but fair or unfair, it is what it is. When you go to a rival, I knew that. You know what's coming. Yeah, you know what's coming. And then to be fair, I don't know whether, because of my form, that I had won over Charlton fans, really. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I was asking. So I was in the mi- middle of nowhere, really. From thinking both, my form. Away, yeah, man. yeah, no, brilliant, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was it, the end of Charlton. Um, Do you think that's did, they didn't like obviously then they didn't like the fact that I left as we'd gone down, which I knew it's a bit of like jumping ship. I can get the, I can get it from their point of view, but I didn't want to go back to League One. I had the opportunity to leave, so so what's this? What, what's the story behind Cardiff then? So you obviously you must have done all right for Cardiff in the Championship. Yeah, still I don't know whether I'd obviously caught. It was Dave Jones, like I said, he come from in in uh, January. And Roger Johnson was doing well, so I don't know whether he knew that Roger was leaving, because I think he'd been courted a little bit by Birmingham, maybe at the time. I think that's where he went mm. for quite decent yeah, money, quite a million. I think. Yeah. <coughs> Came across him. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So it's um, when I obviously I signed under Jones, and then uh, my first day actually, and Roger was still there getting treatment before he left. I think he'd had a hip hop. I walked in my first day, and he went, "You've got big shoes to fill, haven't you?" <laughs> Oh, fuck off, Roger. Roger, Roger, Roger. No surprises, though. And I thought, that was the first time I played against him in that. (laughs) And then, uh, go on to that story later, because I scored when we beat them 5-0 when he was at Charlton. I just smashed him and scored. Um, See, I thought he would bang average me and all. But yeah, he gave me that in front of everyone, all the lads. You've got big shoes to fill. And I was like, wow, thanks very much. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. But yeah, so, but obviously when I joined... I went for a tough period when I joined, obviously, which you all know, like you know about. I, my missus' um, sister committed suicide. Just literally, just as I'd signed, um, and it was only the manager and the assistant manager that knew. Um, and my missus moved up with me, and she lived in a hotel. She didn't leave the hotel for like eight weeks, and obviously trying to come to a new football club. I'd been given the armband again. Took it off Joe Ledley, a club hero, yep. like Welsh boy, in front of the group again, like. Manager knew at the time as well what I was going for, and he was like, "No, you can have the armband in front of the group, Joe. You can now be his like understudy sort of thing." I'm thinking, "Fucking cheers." Do you think he did that? I don't know before you. Whether I could carry it, but I don't know. But I remember the first year; it was like it was just like a haze. It was just. Do you think I didn't know where I was to be honest? He obviously knew about your situation and an ML sister. Do you think he thought that would be like a bit of a? like a boost for you in a way maybe yeah but it was like I was trying to integrate into a new group and I, yeah I've spoke about it before I don't know whether he thought I could carry that and maybe that would bring me out of because he knew I was a leader before that I maybe if I was needed the, distraction had the armband I would just focus on leading then yeah. but what we were going for at the time yeah I think it's misjudged that didn't, I, yeah didn't well yeah I don't know I say it did well I did play well for the first year I mean, until we got to grips with what had kind of gone on, and we, we'd obviously then come out of our shell a little bit. Um, but it took a took a, that first year. I was getting pelters from the fans, which was deserved really because I weren't playing well. I come in to replace Roger, and obviously I had that in the back of my mind that he'd give me the old. Yeah. You got big shoes to fill. Oh, that was cheers. So did how long did how long was it until you that people knew? I never used. I never said anything about it. So obviously, like I've spoke about it since, um, but. 
I never did any interviews about it, never even mentioned it to her. I think even the players, it took ages for them to know. None of them knew. And it was like, I was, was holding that. And my missus in the hotel in, in Cardiff for like six to eight weeks. Was that a conscious decision between you and your missus? No, I mean... Because it might it relieved some of that pressure. Might yeah, it, but I, it, looking back, if if we're in the era now, where it's, it's much better to talk about stuff. Yeah. Obviously, I would do that now, being older and going through that experience. But at the time, I didn't want to use it as an excuse. And I thought that might maybe look weak on me if I'm saying like oh, I've been through this and probably but, the longer it goes then you'd, you'd, you'd be like difficult. yeah the more difficult yeah. to say that yeah. yeah, you know what I mean as if oh it's just got to the point where he's, he's been bang average or not done as well as what he should have done he's saying that now so I just held it and then but I mean we come through that season learnt again learnt a lot and then we we lost the we lost the baby at the time she was pregnant and she lost it within that time Obviously, then that was tough on top of everything else. And then, but we got pregnant again. And then the following pre-season, we'd had little Ollie literally the day before the first game of the season. And then that was it. I went, played the game the next day. Don't remember any of it because we just had a baby. Yeah. Yeah. And then just went, it just kicked on. And we found our group, found my way into the group. And then obviously started organising stuff, introduced her to the girls within that time. And, and then it was like a family really then. See, that's another thing with what fans don't really appreciate, what, what, players are going through away from football are they? The, all, no. the, all they've seen is you coming from Charlton and you've had a bang average season yeah, yeah. and give you pelters for it not knowing what your situation is at home no but they're justified then because yeah. they're justified in their, in their it's a game of opinion isn't it so yeah. they're justified in their opinion the fact that centre half's been brought in for a million plus again replaced Roger Johnson who'd done well gone on for big money and he's not playing well and he's wearing yeah. the armband so it's like they've got every right to, because they don't know. I yeah, don't. I agree with that. So they've got every right, so I don't look at them and think, because obviously I'd, I'd flip that by the time I'd left. Yeah. But they, they were justified in their <clears throat> their reaction to me playing and not playing well. The thing is, it's a it's a cauldron of football and all in it, Cardiff. Like, it's yeah. different to any, like I'd not experienced anything like that place. Yeah. Fans-wise and all that. We'd changed stadium as well, so we'd just gone, when I signed, we'd left Ninian Park and gone to this new, shiny new stadium. So it's like, they were having a go here. So I'd been part of that first year as well, and it's like, with all that, they probably didn't want to leave Ninian Park because there's such history at Ninian Park. Yeah. Come to this new, shiny stadium, literally across the road. Then this new centre-half's come in. He's the captain. Yeah. Not doing well. I mean, I learned a lot. We went through a tough time, and... We've helped a lot of people since with stuff like that. So, but do you know when you said you kept it to yourself? Do you looking back? Do you think you wish you spoke about it a bit more yourself when yeah. you were going through it? Hundred percent, hundred percent. Obviously, now looking at the age I'm at now, and then being open to having those conversations. And actually, the more I speak about it, it's better for me to talk about it. Um, but at the time, I don't know whether I was capable of doing that, of 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 owning it really. It is part of what's gone on with us, but would it have been better? Yes, but could I have found the right people to talk to, or knew that I, it was a good thing to talk about? It? I just felt like I needed to swallow it. Yeah, plus, it shouldn't be like that. Though. No, it should have definitely not. No, like it's still a, it were a macho thing back then as well, weren't it? No matter what experience it were, you were still this fucking. I think there was like, macho, I was, I was trying to get centre to some kind of form as well. Like yeah. trying to look, I don't want to use this as an excuse. I think like I know and I had to fight my way through this. It's like but obviously not to be but Did you get much support from Jones then? 
he knew um, but I don't know whether it was like there was not really people that you'd say like right you need to maybe go and speak to someone it was just like he knew he knew if I needed time or whatever he just said Look, if you need time take time but that was it it was just time but yeah. I don't think he was that sort of man though Dave Jones I mean, I'm sure he could have helped. If I wanted time, he would have just said, you have to just time. Because he did that with Chops and Ross and yeah. Jay through the time that was there. He just, if they were struggling with whatever they were going through, he was just like, just take time off. Yeah. I thought that that was the answer, but it's not. Yeah. Now, See, now we know it's, it's definitely not. But did you, did, you ever, did you think about turning down the captaincy? <sighs> Again, I didn't go there thinking I was going to get it or anything, yeah. which... Obviously, I look back on it's, it's a proud moment, but it's again on the training ground. I won't throw the armband because you've already had me. <laughs> I was like in a circle, and obviously, Joe was the club captain at the time, played well. He was linked with a move to, I think, Celtic at the time. There was a lot of senior pros there. Gav was there. Um, obviously, you've had him on. A lot of good players as well. Um, Chrissy Burke, some good, good players, Kevin McNaughton, obviously. And then he, he just said in front of everyone, he said, Look, I'm just going to be the captain. It's happened Cheers, again. Dave, it's yeah. happened Which is again. great. Yeah, me. but at the time I was thinking, not now. Yeah. 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 Not now. Like, like right, give everyone a bit of warning and then it's like straight into training then. And they're all, obviously Pete, you learn, didn't you? But it's like, not not just before training, as you're about to crack on, because they're all thinking about what's going on and then you're trying to concentrate on your training session. I mean, like. I think, imagine uh, all your energy in terms of support it's for your wife yeah 100% literally used to go try get in train go home straight to the hotel and it's, we were both in the hotel all afternoon like social interaction was none at the beginning because I just just lost and you've got that extra burden of being captain where you think yeah. fuck me I've got to I should yeah. be doing this yeah. I should be doing that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. best captain in Cardiff's history according to some of the fans that have, have been in touch on Twitter so yeah I'll take that I'll yeah. tell you that. Best yeah. captain I've had, and I, I'm not blowing smoke up his ass, but yeah. that's that the roast dinner they got me that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and chef. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I mean, it's it's nice to hear, isn't it? I think when yeah. people praise you and stuff like that, it's it's great. Especially I'm not when you're talking about where where you've come from in that. Yeah, first, yeah, which is probably another obviously makes it probably in my own mind bigger because yeah. not to say when people are I get praised, it's not nice, but when I know what we went through as a family to have that and then on the flip side I think you've overcome it yeah and it, and, and it's not like it's it all went because we were still dealing with loads of stuff yeah. like loads like but yes it was a great it was a, obviously to leave there and do what we did and get promoted with different obviously different manager and stuff like that but it was yeah to, to, to hear that it's nice I think what I think as well, they weren't a busy captain as such. You I was going to ask you. Yeah. Know, you know, he was get normal fucking goody two shoes busy <laughs> captain. He weren't that. I mean, he took me out and got me pissed after my debut. I'm fucking yeah. honking yeah. on the Tuesday night, man. Like, but yeah, I didn't play in that, so that's probably why I, went. I took you out. <laughs> it's a selfish one. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not playing Tuesday, but let's go out. <laughs> DJ, yeah, DJ Jones, good the old. Yeah, you're not playing Tuesday. We're going to rest you. Oh, fuck it, I'll take him out and get him to our turn. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. Say goody. I was professional when I was at work, but then I felt that it was still a bit of a drinking culture, wasn't it? Yeah. We had that and the Christmas do's and I was, I went and had, when we went and got messy, when I got messy, I was I was there till the end always. I made sure everyone got home, always, pretty much always. Oh, somewhere. Somewhere, well, <laughs> someone that was in relation to home. But yeah, just, Sounds that like was part of me. responsibility, man. I could caught with that. that. That's the worst one, making sure everyone gets home. Well, yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't. Really. Once they were out of the club and in a taxi, I was yeah. 
That's all. Three, really, three rings. I, I thought that was on. <laughs> <laughs> That's been on for That was it, yeah. But I think that was part of it and where we were as well. And like, I've always been, I love groups and whether I'm looking after them or it's deemed as looking after people. I just like making sure everyone has a good time really. And whether that's, we were getting results and doing things right or we were going out and on a Saturday night and getting it right. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It was all the time it was the right time sure that it was it was good and everyone was enjoying themselves but doing it right was there any lads in the squad that you clicked with straight away once you yeah when I, I mean when, when I signed and um for Cardiff under Jonesy it was Mark Kennedy was already there and I'd played with him at Palace and he phoned me up and said right he said pre-season he said bring six lots of going out gear I'm sorry what I'm I'm like, like, sparky I'm like seven days <laughs> I'm like Sparky you're trying to do me in here right like you're, you're going to make me pack a full suitcase full of just going out gear and then exposing and then like literally have nothing else and yeah. then I thought it'll only be one night turned up went on this pre-season tour Red Hot Portugal about 20 minutes into the session all the lads are like it's a bit, a bit hot this a bit heavy I can't remember who it was. It was Jones who went to Terry Burton. He went, the lads look tired here. It's too hot. It's too hot. Right. Training, canned. I was like, what is going on here? I was thinking, it's not that hot. Why take him to Portugal for if it's not? They're not going to be Well, hot. and then we got, he went, right, I'll see you tomorrow. I'm thinking, where's the, where's the double session here? Where's like 20 minutes in? I haven't done anything yet. And all the lads are like, started running up the hill on the way back to the hotel. So I'm turning around thinking, where the fuck is everyone going? <laughs> Literally, on the way up, people shouting down, already in the rooms from the balconies, going, see you, see you in 20 minutes. <laughs> Thinking, what, he's getting spiky, he'd run past me, getting his quick, getting his gear on as quick as possible. Told you, didn't I? <laughs> I was like, what? So then, yeah, literally, that carried on for six days, I think. You went out for six of the seven nights? Pretty much, yeah. And obviously, I would say, looking back at it, from my point of view, it went hand in hand where my where I was mentally I was just like fuck it I'm going, I'm going out. Yeah. out yeah yeah and then were these proper nights out as well were they all these yeah they were heavy yeah I think it was on a bouncy castle at one point like in the middle of the sea like about 150 yards out into the sea we've seen we just someone spotted this inflatable it's about half five in the morning I thought we'll get onto that okay <laughs> All right then. <laughs> I thought I'm quite a good swimmer. I'll get that. I'll get there first. If we're on this, watching the sun come up, just going up and down this big like assault course, about yeah. the castle. Yeah. But you felt like you were backing your sofa in older. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, thinking I recognise that. <laughs> Floated over. So did did Dave Dave DJ spit Dave, it out? Dave Jones know that you were doing this. I think he did, and I don't think Terry Burton liked it. Obviously, no. Terry was. Terry's top coach and is highly respected in the game but he he would have known but every time we train get to training we, everyone would start pissing with sweat after about 20 minutes and Dave would go it's too hot it's too hot to train <laughs> too hot to train too see hot. you tomorrow I'm like tomorrow not again <laughs> and then the lads straight away yeah yeah I remember I pretty much used all those outfits I took <laughs> all six of them yeah but that was obviously we started the season really well under Dave but got to November and it was like couldn't win a game I think we were known for not winning a game in November for a period until Malky came in but we yeah I think we didn't win a game in November and there was a lot of games like six games in November or something didn't win one but we literally hit a brick wall do you think that's because of that 
Hundred percent. Like, you look at it now. Look, look, the game's changed. Like pre-season, you need it. Like you, you might not have thought the same. But <laughs> yeah, I actually did. I actually did. Oh, you definitely it. needed it. But <laughs> it was. Um, yeah. No, we we weren't fit. We got through the games. The games got you fit. And then once we got to a point where it's like we've got no background, yeah. we've got no base. The thing is, like, the the nights out are all well and good. Fair enough. As long yeah. as you're training hard. Yeah. Yeah. But we if he's cannon it after 20 minutes, what <laughs> yeah. chance have you got? Cannon, no. You know, the you squad that you've had. You yeah, we had, yeah, oh, we, people talk about it all the time, like you've mentioned it. We've, we had some team, but we just couldn't sustain it. Obviously, drinking culture again, talk about it, but it's not the same now, which is, it shouldn't be really. There's, there's, a, there's a time and a place now if you look at it. Um, Pre-season trip in Portugal is probably not the right time and place, no, is it? No, no, no. Maybe one, two maximum. Uh, like, I mean, it, under Malky. We used to go away and there was no nights out till the last night. Yeah. Like you'd earned it. You'd worked hard all week. He's featured heavily, Annie Malky, from yourself, Jez. What was your feeling towards him? <laughs> Looking at Park here. <laughs> no, I got well with Malky. I mean, I know you didn't, um, but he was great for me and we had success. Um, and I highly praised his recruitment, like the people he brought into yeah. the club. Like we had, we had some some team I can just remember his first meeting when we got in there and he's like right there's no caps at games no earrings and he, it were like it were very sergeant major weren't it yeah I can see why you didn't conform maybe to that but is that not normal not, though I know plenty of managers that would yeah, would see, say, think, it, yeah. no earrings no caps it, but it weren't it was perception it, he, he used to use it as perception for other teams yeah. like it was big that when we got to an away game, like, unless the last person's ready to get off the bus, we don't get off the bus. You're off the bus together. No, like I said, no headphones, no caps. We always look the same. You're steely, you walk in to the away dressing room, down the corridor, no smiling, literally you're into the dressing room. When we're in the dressing room, you can listen to your music and all yeah. that. But then when you're back in the tunnel again, you're steely. And that's how we performed. And we mm. performed like that. You say regiment, we were, we kind of performed that way as well. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, he, he, he was good, good at what he'd done. I'll, I'll, I'll never say he didn't go do a good job because proof's in the pudding, innit? Mm. But that's, you think that's in terms of the, the playing and getting results. Do you think maybe there was a flaw there in the man management for lads that weren't part of his plans? Well, what did you think? Because we did get fucked off, didn't we? Like, <laughs> we, we did get totally abolished. In a you you did towards the end yeah 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 when obviously when when you knew that that was probably it I think it would be difficult to find your way back yeah there was sort of me Deckel Keenan yeah yeah and Dex the fucking most beautiful man you're ever gonna meet yeah he's a top human being, and he yeah. got fucked off Gabor what just beautiful <laughs> just as a nice personality not to look, not not to look at good looking kid at all <laughs> but it, once they're fucking both were good he'd nah, come in top trainer day. yeah 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 top he'd, pro he'd go on the treadmill for an hour after training because he didn't think he'd done enough training with the kids and all that yeah yeah and we did get fucking banished some managers have that mentality though that they want their 18 yeah and they just do anything they can the, the lads are irrelevant I think there's ways and means. No, hundred percent. But that's just that's their their manager. Mm. Yeah. And I said during Jez's hoods that it would be interesting to know what the other lads who were in his eighteen, mm. how they felt about Parky and Quinny and Jez being treated like that. Yeah. What did you think at the time? I mean, I look back at it. I think once once they're not training with it, it's tough. Like it's like why why, why can't you find a way to get 
them all together. The, that's that's obviously then top man management. Mm. Yeah. You've got a big squad and keeping everyone happy, yeah. which you, you can't. You can't keep everyone happy. Let's get it right. There's going to be people that even if you're in and around the team and you're not involved at the weekend, you're not going to be happy, are you? But yeah. but keeping them functional within that squad is huge. And I think there's there are ways and means to do that. And obviously at the time when you look when people are getting isolated, that's not nice. Um, and you feel because. We were a tight group. I mean, I've, I've been in teams where there's been people that's, that's happened to... And you can't know about it, can you? No. I didn't see anyone running after me at Palace when I was kicking a ball off. Going, <laughs> 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 like, no, we need him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it's because you have to respect the manager's views, I yeah. suppose. And those principles might not be yours or mine or, or Chris's or Chris's. Like, but that's just the way it is. If he thinks, I need my group to be doing this, Fuck. I don't think they're doing it. Yeah. So then... I don't want to round it. And like you said, Parker, obviously the proof was in the pudding. We got we ended up getting promoted, which unbelievable. We ended up romping the league, like romp the league. And but if we weren't look, like flary or anything. No, I was going to say if you look at the team before that, mm. individually they were probably better under oh, Jones. Maybe. Like, See, I yeah, think, I think we had, but we had we had then you go probably too many Mavericks. You look at like Chops, Jay Ross, and we talk about Chops. I mean, I the day we were training down the bottom in Wales, there's two pitches, weren't there? There's yeah. one at the top by the Vale. And there's like what was the Welsh pitch? So you'd walk through, down, take you about five five minutes to walk to. We we're training down there one day. Snow being cleared. There's like all sorts of mounds of snow across the side of the pitch. And um, these two quite heavy set lads were walking down past walk past the manager down steps. Jones is like, what's going on here? Have you, have you seen shots? Dave's like, um, sort of looking around, thinking. You should be training here. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you and why do you want chops? <laughs> and then it got a bit louder, like, where's chops? What, starting we're, to get a bit aggressive, uh, like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounded like that from where I was. And we were playing, I think it was 11v11 at the time. Turn around, it's like turned into a 10v11, thinking, we're missing a player here. I'm sure we had chops on the pitch at one point. <laughs> where's chops? Turn around. So everyone's going, nah, he's not here. He's not here. Not in training. Dave's like, no, I haven't seen him. I ain't seen him. No. You'll have, to, you'll have to leave. You'll have to leave the training ground. And then they left, walked off after a bit. And then just at the corner arrived, seen Chops pop out from behind a big snow mound. <laughs> I mean, but that was like what you were, what you were living with like, and training with. So you had to go and hide behind the snow? Yeah, hid behind the snow mound. Yeah. A carrot on him. Come <laughs> 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 on. It came out like Olaf. It's, like, it's just like... What is going on? And then Chops and Jay used to row. They'd have like. Did them two scuff- not get on then? That was a love hate, that one. Yeah, it was. Yeah, they respected each other as players. So both did well for each other as well. And then yeah. the understudy to that at the time was, was Ross. Ross McCormack. I mean, what a player he was. And obviously he went on to do what he did with the moves he had, but he's another one. Like, difficult characters. And they were your front three. So you're like, you need them. But on their day, wow. Ross was the think- best player in the championship. Well, you say that, but Jay, Jay, Jay was the same. Jay, on his day, was unplayable. I mean, he got his... Um, he probably won't mind me telling you, but he got his cap, didn't he, for England? Turned up the next day in his tracksuit, England tracksuit. We're like, we know you got your cap. For <laughs> so that just sums him up, mate. Sums him up. Yeah, right, we know you've got an England tracksuit. I mean, I could get one of them from JJB if I wanted. <laughs> we know you played for England. He didn't need to show it, but he, that was him as well. It's like, I mean, if, oh, we've not talked about, obviously, wits. Oh, yeah. What a player. Best player I've played with, said. I mean, Who's this, sorry? Peter, Peter Whittingham. I mean, obviously, God rest his soul, it's so sad, but what a player. 
he was unbelievable he just as a human being he, he pretend he hated football oh yeah he'd, like... he, he never celebrated a goal he used to <laughs> score the best goals <laughs> and just sort of just go yeah and then he, I remember him scoring one he must have slapped it in from about 25 yards or something just ran back and went the keeper should have saved that <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that was him but I'm like no I don't think he should win it was like I was I right behind it it was it was like sweet as a nut I but think that was him. harsh on him there Peter yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah he used to like mop around in the old fucking hell yeah but if you ask him about football he'd give you every bit of knowledge on yeah. every player but then he would never openly talk about it yeah. he yeah. used to love the game like loved yeah, it yeah what a player yeah. Yeah. we Tom heard from Jez about um, the cup final yeah you you were injured weren't you for, yeah I was for out six for weeks. six weeks before that um, and with a calf strain and I didn't think I'd be anywhere near it to be honest I think we used to change the team for the cup and Jez had played in all of the cup games up to that point and then we got to literally the the day of the game I think it was that he he literally the Malky named the team he wasn't in it and I was I was like do you not know I didn't know I was going to play no No. because I didn't know if I was really fit enough either because I literally only just kind of got through that week um, back in training I didn't feel brilliant but then obviously he'd he'd put me in it um, and to lead the team obviously I mean when you picked you picked aren't you there's nothing I'm going to do about that same again you keep getting thrown in these situations don't you I was buzzing affecting other people but you can't know to burn them obviously he kicked off Jez and obviously we could see it and everyone could sort of feel it like as you would when you're in a team you know when someone's like pissed off and he had every right to be pissed off let's get it right he did um, but Do you think when I got picked he... I'm not sorry Matt uh, I'm not thinking oh no don't play me play Jez like as soon as he says you're playing I knew I was, was going to be the captain leading the team at Wembley oh, yeah. against Liverpool so I'm like I'm buzzing I'm finding everyone after going right yeah see the tickets I got here you can use them <laughs> now, do you know what I mean did you like, honestly have like a a second thought for Jez at that point because obviously he's out no I just looked for my name I just look, I was almost looking for my name and then once the team's out yeah, that's, that's how you used you to deliver just, it didn't it's doggy, doggy, you yeah. literally put the team up and then the subs would be next to it yeah. and you'd do well if you're a sub to see if your name was on do you remember you used to flick through the subs dead quick you go right there's a starting 11 that'd be on for a bit there's the subs this is the set place and you'd be like <laughs> was I on the pitch <laughs> <laughs> you, you would wouldn't you yeah, I think most of the subs would be like I don't know if I didn't chance to see my name I was reading all the way down but I knew as soon as I seen it I'm in I'm like we're playing Liverpool this is a final Carling Cup final <laughs> I'm in yeah, let's yeah. go Could and then obviously it kicked off a little bit I think obviously he's been on so you know the story I think he he was close to not being in the squad because he it was hurting him which he had every right to be pissed off. You can off. see from both sides. Yeah. You you obviously want a player. He's going to be fuming he's not playing. Yeah. And then it's when you've got such things. little time before the game then, it's not as if we can go and put our arm around him, especially when he's cheesed off or pissed off. Yeah. Fuming. <laughs> to go and say, right, I've got to focus on the game, get myself ready. To I've got to do this. These are my sort of go-tos for the game. And then go and look after someone can't do that there's not enough time especially no. so big such a big game yeah. would you feel my support from the crowd yeah you were there weren't you clapping yeah. away I didn't, yeah. I didn't hear it mate. <laughs> I, think I was too about, focused I on looking after 14 pints by good job <laughs> chasing after Suarez I was too worried about that obviously weren't our, weren't our day we missed out on penalties but yeah leading them out I mean talk about highlights look back at highlights for your own career leading the team out against Liverpool 
in the final. The rebranding stuff, is it, where's this at in the, the timeline? That Vincent been, Tan coming in and all that. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So this is so it's, it is the following season then. Yeah, yeah. So we got yeah we got promoted in in the red kit, which he changed out of the blue. Um, but then it was difficult for the for the club to understand that. And but from his point of view, it was Malaysian yeah, red. Yeah. The Do you drag. remember the initial meeting? I don't think we got um, informed. It was more like we're going to red, and uh, we kind of knew. Wow, that's going to not. That's, it's not going to go down well. well. Not, the fan. And then he gave us a speech in front of the fans. Why? And obviously in Malaysia, Red's lucky, and obviously we went and got promoted that season. I mean, yeah. it took a lot for the fans. I don't. Well, obviously they've not. They didn't accept it. I mean, he. I think he, still I think he not bought, accept it now. No, no, no. And um, they had every right, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every right. So, but he bought. I think the he bought twenty thousand red and white red scarves. Put them around the. Stadium. That photo as well when you got the new kit. I mean, the the shirt and the shorts don't quite match. No, there's a photo. Yeah, I, to be fair, I complained about. It. We didn't wear them, but the photo I was taking, and I don't think you can, I, I didn't look too happy when I was wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> what, never took it. Never off red. Slightly off. It's off red. Yeah. Yeah, it's red, like kind of bright red, then a kind of burgundy. Yeah. Like red short, then oh, a nut and all going. Yeah. yeah. It was only you forgot your shorts for PE. Yeah. yeah. That was <laughs> I was just going to say property. But we did it. We didn't wear. We ended up wearing black shorts. I think. And then we played our first game in the red kit. We played Huddersfield, funny enough. I think we beat them 1-0. I scored the 89th minute. We went off. That was us. Just went. Just got going. Obviously, we had to sort of... Obviously, the fans never looked at us as... They didn't like the red kit. They every right not to like the red kit. But they supported the team, which is unbelievable. Because you think about what they're going through. Yeah. and But they still back the team on the... the the, the thing is, you, you you were you were just powerless to it anyway, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. They always say you're playing a red kit, you're playing a fully yeah. red kit. Yeah. If he says you're playing in skins, you're playing in skins, yeah. aren't you? Do you think the fans would have rather stayed in blue and been a steady championship team or get promoted in red? My feeling is stay in blue. You think? I think so. I think because it, it means that much to them. And like I said, every right, it's their club, their crest. Blue yeah. yeah. Is what, it's history. I think there'd be some would say a small majority would say yeah, obviously Premier League get the opportunity to do what we did but I think the majority would say I want to see my team in blue yeah, yeah. so like obviously I play with you for right along the play with you for right and you couldn't kick the ball that far <laughs> really could you do you know what I mean no I, wasn't, I wouldn't say I was powerful so how, did, how on earth did you kick it 68 yards by the way, it's straight and all. By the way, which surprised me more than Vuga. Anything? Yeah, well, it had a bit of a bit of swaz in it. But <laughs> it's the goal yeah, for it. You know what? It was, this is the goal. Yeah, the goal. Yeah, I mean, you can YouTube it. So uh, <laughs> um, it was just a weird moment. Just like weird. obviously, I think they played the ball back, and I think Mace had run, gone sprinting after the keeper. Um, he sort of shanked his clearance under pressure, slipped, and it came to me. Sort of for first it, touch. Six out of ten. I don't think it would have. It weren't a no, nine no, out of no. ten first you, touch. It was a 7.2 out of ten <laughs> <laughs> because I knew what was happening. Weirdly enough, it's like one of them sort of surreal moments. And then the stand shouted, "Shoot!" And I half volleyed it, and it just went, and it was going. I was thinking, "That's going that." <laughs> I was seeing the keeper scrambling. Don't think he's played since the keeper. <laughs> he was scrambling back. And just see it go, just went straight in, like touch, half volley, not not much thinking at the Probably time. Probably on the stretch and all. 
Yeah, a little was, bit on the stretch. Yeah, I was under a bit of pressure. Not much. <laughs> <laughs> um, caught it half volley, just went, and it obviously just kept going, sailing. I thought, well, that's on target. There's a chance here, and it had just gone in. Just end up turning around, doing a Klinsman back that way. I was closer <laughs> to Marsh. Marshy got to me first. That shows how far back I was. Marshy got to me first. And they just got a bundle, and then had Sky ring me that night. I said, "Do you want to reenact it the next day?" I was like, "Absolutely not." No. <laughs> like empty stadium, trainers on. <laughs> like, stiff, pra- stiff. Is, yeah, it made it even better that the keeper scrambling like scrambled, puck, scrambled back. Yeah, and that was we were winning one at the time, and that was like even. Um, the striker Davis even went to me what a strike that was <laughs> I thought you know what you're not wrong let's just finish this game ref blow the whistle now <laughs> get me off but yeah it was one of them just surreal moments like decent this. strike yeah yeah but never really got that much praise I was thinking that's much <laughs> but <laughs> you know like there was all the every every time someone does it or it's from the halfway line or like you want clips Jim Mom was further than that like Bex is that? Did Bex? it? Did it? Rooney's. Did it make it into the top ten for that season or not? No, I don't think it did. Oh, for, well, it was goal of the year for Cardiff, yeah, and in the champ. But anytime someone did it in the Premier League, that was like that is unbelievable. It was like any chance of watching the champ? <laughs> <laughs> watching this kick off here. <laughs> In, you know when Bellas came in on loan yeah did he get given the captaincy yeah so Dave Jones pulled me and said I think we've got a chance of getting Craig Bellamy in it's like what? wow that's unbelievable but I'm going to give him the armband but you can be club captain and obviously I'm not going to say you'd no. experience the flip but, side anyway but the boots yeah, on the yeah, other foot yeah, there, yeah, exactly yeah. yeah so I'm not going to say no I just said well yeah if he, we can get someone like him into our football club with everything that he's won and his knowledge of the game he's going to take us on again so I just said yeah that would be no, fine didn't put your nose out no I just no, I was gutted because you want to yeah. when you're playing you want to, once I'd worn it so much and I wanted to wear the armband but I was never I never sweated on it I never took too long to get over it it's a bit different if you really said we're fetching John Parkin from Preston we're making him captain <laughs> I, fucking rage no it, that's not happening though, is it? <laughs> it's not, not happening I, I, oh. well, if so hypothetical that <laughs> if it was another centre half that was going to take your place then it's like, at least you're still playing aren't you yeah that's it I knew I was like, obviously we sort of got going at that point got him in and knew I was going to play and he he came in and his work ethic and that and what obviously we knew I just obviously knew a little bit about Bella's on and off the pitch what he was like but as a professional wow he, he had obviously had to manage himself but his training I mean, he took things. Well, as soon as he got into the grass, so serious. I mean, McQuinney once shouting, "Boom!" Someone just scored that top goal, top of the top corner, seven aside or whatever. Else. Quinney at the back went, "Boom!" Bella stopped the session. He just went, "What?" He said, "What did you just say?" Like, and he's cut his eyes when he used to. Yeah. Look, oh, he could cut. Yeah, he's just like he said. That's not fucking what we're we're here to do. We're here to like. Train serious, serious. We were to win the element. He was harsh. I mean, you know what he was like. He was like, I can't imagine what he thought when I sat next to him in dressing room. I mean, some of the stories you spoke about him like miscontrolling. And I think the thing with him, I don't know if I spoke about it. Can you remember when we had the player of the year do? We were in a in a meeting room waiting for the do to start at sort of seven thirty, and we're in there, and the woman, the lady, didn't come in. She's only a young lass, if you remember. Mm. And she came in about ten past seven, and she uh, ten past eight, and she went, uh, "They're ready for you now." And Bella's went, 
Fucking so there should be as well. We've got a fucking game on Friday night. Yeah, yeah. And we're in here for fucking 40 minutes. It's red hot. Unprofessional, this. And yeah, this poor like lass, that. this poor lass had only been told to come in and get us. Yeah. It weren't her fault, but it just, that's, I think that's why he got the reputation of... Of maybe being short with people. Yeah. But it weren't her fault, but it just, well, that professional... Yeah. That he was furious that we had to sit in this room for forty minutes. Well, you think about where, and it was first person. This poor lass, she only about nine twenty. Oh, they're getting it. Yeah, they're getting it. So she got both barrels. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And to be fair, where he'd been and the managers he played for and the players he played with, his expectation of standards was so high. And obviously, when maybe players and timings didn't quite go hand in hand with his expectation. He, he's couldn't, he couldn't get his head round it. Yeah. I knew they, that's when he'd lose his rag. Yeah, I think yeah. I think my goal against Norwich helped me out massively because when I first came, he must have looked. At I only helped thought, you for about ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but he must have thought, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. I can see. Well, obviously, think about the players he's played with. He, yeah. I mean, he's played with say Shearer, and then he's looking at you. It's not. I mean, <laughs> similar. Yeah, but I think like obviously, sure, yeah. Well, you, it was some goal. Like I give you the praise. Mm. It was half volley twenty. Three, four yards out. Mark, we've so, gone through go this. We've already gone through it once. Oh, yeah, I feel for him. He's done much praise to Nanny's <laughs> I'm sure I put a tweet in there. Can you just ask Cuddy about that goal? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I mean, yeah, he, he respected if you had quality, but if you didn't deliver day in, day out, he'd let you have it. We talked about the brains arms last week, chaps. What did you think? Have you had your samples? Game changer. Yeah. Honestly. Have you not noticed I'm a different man? Oh, you're springing your step. You, tur- you turned up on time. Exactly. Because I knew, I could remember the time that I needed to be there. No, but joking apart, I feel a lot sharper. I don't know about you. Yeah. If I take them, be- even just like before before I go to the gym or whatever, first thing in the morning, I feel a lot sharper throughout the day. I wish, I, I just wish I'd have been, I wish I would have had them when I was playing. You know when we were playing with, we'd have had them. Do they make you quicker? I don't know, but I'm, they make you more alert, don't they? Oh, 100%. So, so I dive that. Because I were like, when Paul used to be coming to me, I didn't have a fucking clue what I was going to do with it. If I'd have had some of these tablets, I might have been able to do something, something decent with it. I just like that it's all natural as well, though. Well, we mentioned last week, didn't we? If you, if, you, if, you, if you are not feeling as focused, maybe you need a bit more motivation, want to be more energised, or generally just more positive, then Brain Time Focus is a range of brain food supplements. I've got the Focus Pro. Um, there is an elite one, but this one's for focus and concentration, motivated mood support, eight-hour energy, and that's very accurate, memory support, and it's 100% plant-powered. The thing is, as well, if people are working at, people are working from home at minute as well, you get into a bit of a lazy comfort zone, even when you work, don't you? Massively, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think it's just alert. I just feel more alert with them. I think there's three to choose from. Like you said, Chris, there's, there's the pro, which I think is a stronger formula. That's to feel more motivated and remain productive, even when you know, you, you're feeling tired or under pressure. There's the elite, which is, I think, more, more of a balanced supplement, helps you feel more focused and energised. But you know, if you're feeling stressed, or you, maybe you've got a bit of anxiety, you know, in order in order to help you feel more positive and think clearer. And then there's the original, which is, I think it, the original, it does the same. It's just a bit more of a low cost option. If you want to give it a try, maybe try the, the low cost option. Yeah. Get the feel for it and then look at the pro and the elite. And then Bosch, get the big dogs in. Honestly, I've, I've noticed a massive difference. Well, they call it, they call it a nutritional snack. All the different ingredients are designed so that they, they complement each other and work together in order to get the best nutritional results. Fast acting as well. Yeah. They don't take long to kick in, I tell you. 
And of course, as uh, listeners on Under the Cosh, Brainzheim are offering a special little offer, 15% off your order with a code COSH15 when you go to brainzyme.com. That's B-R-A-I-N-Z-Y-M-E.com. And you get your 15% off with a code COSH15. The supplements are 100% plant-powered, meaning they are vegan-friendly and can contain no pharmaceuticals or synthetic ingredients, just plant extracts, vitamins, and minerals. So get involved. All natural. All natural. All natural. That's, uh, that's good to hear that, though, isn't it? All natural. UK-based as well, made in the UK. So, yeah, get on over to brainzyme.com, B-R-A-I-N-Z-Y-M-E, and enter the code COSH15 and get your 15% off. Obviously, talk about Bella's being at the football club, um, and then, obviously, Gary Speed took his own life, and Bella's and him were, were best mates. Um, as well as obviously Speedy had a, loads of friends and very highly respected and such a shock to, to everyone um, and obviously more so to everyone that was close to him and it obviously it hurt Bellas a lot um, and then was away from the, the club for quite a while I think maybe two, three weeks and sort of caught wind that maybe he was is thinking about jacking football in um, obviously and I everything that I'd been through or we'd been through as a family um, he was he was hurting and um, I thought I'd call him um, and just just see if he, he needs anything start leaving someone to talk to because it's it hits people so hard um, and I just phoned him and said look I've been through it I've been through something so sad and, and abrupt and disruptive to your life that I think he I said, I said to him I'd I, Speedy wouldn't want you to to jack football in. Um, he'd want you to play and 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 do what you love doing. So I just said, look, come back, see how you feel. And he did. He came back. I think it was two games in that he scored. And Bellas isn't say outwardly emotional, but oh, we cool. celebrated together, everyone. And literally, as we were running back, he put his arm around me. He said, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have come back. I'd have jacked football in. But thank you very much. And that was, I mean, for me to, to hear that and obviously getting back to playing, whether obviously that's what he thought or not, but it was, he just said, look, thanks, because I was ready to turn football in. Oh, um, goose pimply there. Madness, so, that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And it, like for me, that, when you say goose pimple, like what, and he's not like that, but to yeah. say what he said mm. after he'd scored and to have it in his mind, to say it to me, I was like almost running back like I nearly teared up thinking wow I've helped mm. him come back to yeah. some kind of normality another one on Bella which pretty much sums him up we played in Kevin McNaughton's testimonial right <laughs> so obviously certain team went to the home room certain team went to the away room and he's looked at the team sheet and he's gone fucking ballistic right <laughs> he went are you taking the fucking piss with these teams he says he's still playing he's still playing he's only been done a year I mean, his team, he got fucking Jason Whammy on his team, hadn't he? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the journalist, he went, <laughs> he went, these fucking teams are not, these are not fair, these fucking teams, aren't they? Is he talking about Norton? 
<laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Was he the manager of one? I'm sure he was the manager of one. He played, obviously, didn't he? But I'm sure he did the sort of like manager role. Yeah, it was raging that the teams weren't level. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Kevin McNaughton's testimonial is yeah. fucking furious. Yeah. Yeah. To be we, fair to Jason, I think he scored a belter. Yeah, yeah. 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 for fucking Kevin McNaughton's testimonial like his day. Oh, he wanted to win. I think it's five all in the end. Yeah, I think he he thought they won five four. Did he let so, yeah, I think we let one of Kev's kids score, I think. And really? he's like, we're letting him fucking score for. <laughs> what are you doing? No, he's a winner. He's a winner. Furious uh, at teams. Yeah, yeah. Out and out winner. Out and out winner. <laughs> uh, Stay to him, he can't run. I'm, <laughs> I'm playing up front with him. Yeah. <laughs> that was him. That was him. <laughs> Definitely. And was it for you then, obviously, you captained the club to promotion. You've said it's you know one of the proudest moments in your career. And then getting to the Premier League and struggling to get in the team. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd um, towards the end of that season that we got promoted. I had an operation, um, and it probably took me longer to probably the celebrations didn't help, but to get back fit to for pre-season it was a bit of a struggle. Um, and then we'd bought we bought Colker in. I think they spent eight million on him. I think it was sort of out of me and Ben Turner to, to see who, who would be fit enough for would partner Colker really so I knew that it was probably one spot to play for and he went with Ben which is fine because Ben deserves it he's, he's top draw and then I never really got featured but yeah it was tough because we got promoted and I was m- sort of a main main part of that um, and whether I look back at my career and I think maybe the Prem was too far maybe I wasn't quick enough or I'd had, I'd had an experience of it I wanted to play in it more but whether I was really good enough not quite sure did um, you have a conversation with Malky about that yeah he said it was tough for him to make the decision but we're going to go with Ben and then to be fair Turns and Colts did well started well and then I didn't really feature under Malky in that season and that was tough because I'd been sort of one of his main go-tos I think Captain. Yeah. but I still was the same off the pitch with the lads I still did what I felt natural to do was to, to be there for them and then Ollie came in um, and they featured a bit under Ollie to be fair um sort of here and there um, we ended up going down anyway after that I'd caught wind that they were going to go again and buy another centre half for another 5 million so that's 10 million on two centre halves I'm thinking well I'm not sure I'm going to feature here so I ended up getting to a point where it's like I think there's you're, you're trying to sign another player basically I know you're trying to sign another centre half where do I feature oh no you'll get games I'm like well you're trying to sign another centre half so when, when am I going to play sort of carried on like that for a little bit and got literally before I think the day of the day before the window shuts, and then literally that day he said, "Look, you can you can go." I'm like <laughs> twenty four oh, hours go. Cheers, thanks very much. I mean, I've been here for five and a half years, maybe yeah. something like that, and you're giving me a day to to find a club, which shit really. Yeah, it was it was shit, shit. and we ended up having a falling out. Um, me and Ollie. I left, didn't speak to him again. Um, end up, I signed for Huddersfield. Um, and then, I mean, you look at obviously what happened at Huddersfield, went on and got promoted with Huddersfield. So, can't look back and yeah. think it done too yeah. bad. Um, but yeah, we played, um, we played Man United, Huddersfield versus Man United at the time. Um, and we were winning at half time. Ollie comes from obviously being Man United, Man United manager, come to our bench. And I, I think I was sat behind the bench sort of, Analyzing, helping the analysis at the time. 
come down, walked across the bench, and he grabbed me. So can I have a quick word? I'm like, this is half time. What's going on here? <laughs> we were in the tunnel, and he said, he apologised, and he just said, it's the worst thing I've done to someone in football. He said, I felt stressed at the time, and I made a mistake. Um, I'm buzzing that you're doing well, and you've had the career that you've had. You're in the Premier League. You deserve every bit of praise that you've had. And I thought, you know what? That's unbelievable. And then yeah, to be fair, yeah. he pulled me again after the game because this is half time. He pulled me again. He got. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and he, so I, I literally, he got um, someone to come and find me, and they all the players, money like they just lost by the way, two one at Huddersfield, and he's waiting off the bus, their coach, making them wait to speak to me and, and say it again, like. I really apologise for what went on. Obviously, you, had a, an effect on it. Yeah, and that's so, yeah, exactly. Like. I mean, that if I've got a Man United manager apologising to me, it means something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I've, I said, uh, it is what it is. I don't look back with regrets. I never. It's wasted energy, really. So he, yeah. I took it and we moved on. So and he's he's doing what he's that, doing that, now for Man United. Reiterates the fact as well. We are clubs of no loyalty to players, don't it? And it's not just Cardiff, but you've been there five and a half years. You've been club captain. You've been an integral part of getting them up to the Premier League and, what, and all yeah. that. And within a day, you're fucked off. Yeah. Did you get a chance to say goodbye uh, to the fans? No, not really, no, because I was still there and it was like I had 24 hours to find the club and then that was it, I was gone. You come up to the metropolis there. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And again, we'd, we commit to things as a family. Like Once we committed, we went up and look at my time. At Huddersfield came to a team that was, was struggling. Mm. Um, and we had power lead and we struggled for a bit and then Wagner came in out of the blue like German manager continental we're going to train three o'clock every day we're going to match up kickoff time to training regime we went on the Sweden trip which is probably well documented that the beginning of the season he came in in November we done we, were, we went to Marbella we did three sessions a day for seven days no you didn't take six outfits to mat that much not one <laughs> not one I don't think I could lift my head off the pillow in between the sessions to be fair and he just he broke the game down and how he wanted us to play was for me at my age at that time was like an eye open I was like wow and how he taught us to play the way that he wanted us to play is the first I've seen and the best I've seen Obviously uncomfortable learning it, but it was like... Was it refreshing? It, so re, refreshing. Re, yeah. Like the first time I've been under a manager that broke the game down like that. Obviously, at the beginning it was tough. Like I quickly go back to the training times. We trained like 7.45. If we were playing on a Monday night at 7.45, we were training Sunday night at 7.45. And from my experience as a player... I'm raging. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're raging. Right? Full of beef. I think six weeks in, I crashed my car at seven o'clock at night, dropping Oggy off at the petri- at the our drop point. I was so tired, I wrote the car off. Like, and this, it's not obviously a funny, it's a funny story because no one got hurt, but I was that tired. It's pitch black. I'm driving home, dropped Hoggy off on near Weatherby Services. I've looked, pulled out, shattered, pulled out, pulled out in front of someone, bang. If it was a, if I was a second earlier, it probably hit the door, yeah, but it yeah. hit the front. I was like, what is going on? Anyway, I wrote the car off. But it was like a full switch of routine. Completely different. But then bought into it though. Well, he was... Obviously, we had... There was me and Dean Whitehead at the time that we were both ambitious, regardless of age, wanted success still and hungry for it. And we'd seen that it's an eye-opener. Like, we can play this way. Like... I want to play this way I want to learn it as well and I'd obviously start, started to think about coaching at this point 
and like writing sessions down trying to sort of see how he does it and why he does it and the reasons and we came back pre-season we end up I think Newcastle would come down they were in the champ at that point Villa were down they were in the champ at that point thinking this is a tough league this mm. this year and then and then just went on this run and then end up getting promoted that year from where we were is like and the age I was as well it's a miracle it's a mini miracle and it all went hand in hand we had the, the Sweden trip that yeah, talk us through that because I can remember you in the group chat. Like, <laughs> right, lads, I'm going to be off the chat here because he's taking his fucking phones off us for five, four days. Yeah, four days, yeah. He'd sort of mentioned to me what was happening. He said he'd done it with Dortmund once. Um, didn't tell me everything, but said we're kind of going camping for four days, yeah. There'd be no communication back home. I was like, oh, okay, all right, boss. And then he'd sort of it sort of snowballed towards the pre-season thinking this is happening this <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was joking and we got like we got I think the week before we went and like, this is really early actually so we sort of getting this communications through so right prep yourselves for this we're going to go fly to Sweden and we're there for five days and then that was it nothing about it just we're going to Sweden thinking pre-season that'd be fine we landed as soon as we landed these four Leads, I would call them, met us at the airport, like kitted out and all like waterproofs and stuff like that. And it, it was almost like over to them. They walked around one of these like waterproof bags, give us all your belongings to all the lads. So, like, sorry, what? He said, like, rings, watches, phones, wallets, car keys, give them all. They're like, they're going to prison. I'm thinking, hang on. Like, I thought he was joking. And then we got there we got to like the edge of this lake with like a little bit of a campfire going there was like all these canoes lined up packed with tents there was like um, where the campfire was there was like a load of food and then all these tents sort of laid out but flat packed get into twos can't be someone you played with before this will be the person you share a tent with this night and you've got to introduce them in the morning everything about them you're like that ah, shattered already <laughs> you've got to put a tent up which like some people looking at these tents thinking it's like it looked like a crisp packet <laughs> there's your canoes there's your oars one each one canoe between two of you that's yours you lose that you're done like you've still got to get on the boat and use your hands sort of thing or if you lose your boat you're fucked <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was like I shared with because we had a few couple of new signings then like lads from Germany a couple, couple from I'm trying to think where they came from Tim, like I'd shared with Hef who's that? big centre half uh, Michael Hefferley Michael Hefferley yeah big unit but I mean what a guy but I didn't know that at the time I was thinking centre half didn't want to know too much about him <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell I'm yeah, but, yeah, I've got but, to know all about his geese but then he's take me place you share the tent with him that night and then you introduce him the next day and he introduces me to the group to everyone else and everyone goes around and does the same and then we was like, right, we've got a six-hour row. Sorry. So, you, Say that again, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you just said six hours. <laughs> he said, yeah, but you've got to get all the food on the boat. So you've got to get all your food, all, split this food up and hope that no, none of the lads are going to eat it on the way. On the top of a six-hour row, not knowing where we're going, to pack, and if you left your tent, you left your sleep bag, you were sleeping rough for four days, and we're doing this for four days. We did that for four days. Are, are, are lads mourning at this point? 
Lads must have been like, what yeah. the fuck is It was it? a bit of a bit of giddiness at the beginning, as yeah. you can imagine. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is great. <laughs> About the fourth hour into the row, <laughs> lads are like, there's people almost like a few kilometres behind. You can see them in the distance. And I, I didn't mind rowing. And you know what? It was tough. And I'm not going to lie, my back was fucked. But it was unbelievable. Like, I would never do it again. Right. I would never do it again. But for what it did for that group, and we had like um, a team building bit at the very end where the leads took us into our groups and made us work in all our groups to say what we'd learnt about each other. And you know what? When you go on pre-season tours or you train with people daily, you don't spend that much time with each other. And we'd spent time with everyone. And we knew who wasn't a morning person, who was lively at night, who was would moan but graft who would go out and get the water because there's no drinking water you have to go out and get the water and boil it yourself to drink it like who would be the one going right we're running out of water I'll go and get that there's like, no you're not, there's no footballs on this trip there was not a sphere in sight <laughs> <laughs> not a round thing in sight and that was the, that was our f- the first four days before pre-season and it was we'd we'd snapped an oar um I think it was maybe the last day but we'd all signed the oar uh, like before we came back and we kept that in the dressing room and you'd know talk about stuff that bonds you we took that to every ground that we went to and it was like a bit of a jokey thing but it was like we'd all signed it and agreed to what we'd been through and we took it and we got promoted so would you do this would you do that as a coach then there's always I I agree that there's something you need to do to bond the group especially if it's a new group as well if you've got a a group that's together again like which which happens sometimes you don't refresh your group but we'd we'd brought in maybe 35-40% new players and it's the unbelievable way of yeah I bet everybody's going to buy into it there's no barriers there by the way like they're gone as soon as you get in that rowing boat there ain't no the option to buy buy into it. No, no, you're going. No, no, everyone went. Going on these military trips where they put put a sack on your head and chuck you back yeah, on the yeah, Land yeah. Rover. Seven yeah, hours see, later. See the stuff like that. I, I've been on like under Dowie Actually, we went to I think it was we went to Ireland. We went to a, a training camp there. And if if you're injured or you you can't do it, the trip. But this was nothing to do with fitness. This was like there's no excuse. It was hard. Do you hard. feel any benefits to that off grid? Like back to nature, no phones. Get yeah, it was, it, fl- it was uncomfortable for a few, and um, I think I'm trying to think. I'm sure, I'm sure my missus was pregnant at the time. They'd had a sat phone, so if she'd yeah. have gone into labour, yeah, I still wouldn't have made it. Like, I would have had to roll. Turn around there, turn around. There's a long way to England on that boat. Let me tell you. Um, <laughs> you got your locker to, to row to Liverpool, have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and that was it. So if there was an issue, they could they could get in contact with you. You couldn't phone out. There's no. You're not like. Can I buy your sat phone? I just want to check in. Yeah, None. Yeah. So for four days, and that's a long, long time yeah, yeah. in the modern era of yeah, no contact. Well. The young pups like must have been thinking. We've a trip to Sweden. Tinder's going to be on fire <laughs> in it. Yeah. So they're, they're a lovely looking group out of the Swedes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'll have to be honest. So my hands will be in the food rations. <laughs> yeah. The food will be going missing. Do you know what? <laughs> on there, my watch. There was an element of the trust as well that you have to create because, like, that was he was quite adamant at the beginning. If you go through the food, and obviously we were in, in charge of the food, so we'd we'd rationed it out. We'd we'd sort of 
allocated enough food for each day and we'd know if like someone had obviously the manager loved a bit of Nutella and that <laughs> <laughs> but he couldn't really tell him no he was sort of smearing Nutella and eating that <laughs> but, fucking put that Nutella down will you <laughs> but and that's why like there weren't nothing else from all this you went on to have like just an outrageous yeah. season outrageous yeah yeah unbelievable and then we went on and just kept going on and going on and getting closer to it towards the end of the season thinking we've got a chance here and any time it got tough we always sort of related back to this Sweden trip yeah. in a way like I've Genius, been through worse really, yeah, yeah. but when, when we got promoted I retired at Wembley I literally walked down I knew like is this because you, you didn't think you were going to play but you wanted to stay in and around it to learn we'd sort of me and David at the time had sort of pre-planned not the retirement element of it but like that I wanted to become a coach and I wanted to learn and I wanted to be part of maybe support staff or just even just to shadow them and see how they did it internally because there's only so much you can see from being a player's point of view mm. um, and he said yeah club wants to do it and I think just before we went up in the March I think I was 34 turning 35 I'd signed three right. years so this is more of a a transition football coaching yeah yeah transitional did but you see it as an opportunity of that you couldn't turn down in terms of this being completely revolutionary yeah. in yeah. anything that you've experienced before yeah, yeah. wanting to be a coach yeah. and I need to get the inside yeah that story and the, my it. body was done like turning 35 I played long enough I got everything I could out of me and and the game as in the playing side of it yeah. training and an opportunity to learn and become a coach and go into that route and it's what I wanted to do and what I want to do so I mean the club gave me that term to be able to do that as well so it's unbelievable so, so then what they're done for you really then isn't it yeah it's amazing amazing so then yeah literally at Wembley uh, obviously we went and did what we did the penalty shootout was as, as tense as you can imagine it as it looked it was and then um, as I've literally come back down obviously went up and lifted it which is an unbelievable achievement again at 35 Finishing yeah. that way, I walked past my missus, the kids, and my agent there at the time, and just said, "Look, that's me. That's it. I'm bowing out." And this was the time I'm yeah. bowing out. And whether I was joking, because actually I found it quite tough to openly say it when I did say it in the summer. Had you mentioned it to your wife before? She kind of thought I was joking, um, and obviously then people were saying, "Well, it's Premier League. Surely you want to just give yeah. it a crack, like even if you're a bit part." Or I knew, and I think the manager knew as well that I wasn't gonna. And he just said, "I want you to." Yeah, he said, "I want you to retire, but and go head like go head on into it, like commit to the coaching." Yeah, so don't don't waste your time on that football bit now. Yeah, you put your fucking which I think your, he, your balls in. He obviously worked out what I really wanted to do, and without having to make that decision myself, he'd almost sort of said, "Do it, go on, like commit to it." He, he did say seen something in you as well. Yeah, he did say you, to me, "You can go on loan if you want." Like, listen, you won't you won't play. But go on loan if you still feel like you've got something in you to do it. And I said, I'm not doing that. I said, I'm 35, body's had enough. I'm going to go and hit it and kick it somewhere else. Going back to Wagner, fair play to it, because he did the same with Dean White, didn't he? He gave yes. Dino a path mm-hmm. into the coaching. And a young manager now would be half looking at a, these senior pros coming at the end of the career and thinking, he's going to want my job here. He's mm. going to want it and, and get them out. I know a couple of managers that I've played under. Yeah. Just talk about these older lads off because they're, they're looking over the shoulder, thinking he, he yeah. wants a job. Well, and we did. We've talked about it lots. Obviously, speak to Dino almost daily. Um, 
and it doesn't happen a lot. I think I've looked at people that have probably transitioned within their club from playing to then coaching. I think there was me, then Dino. I think Carrick obviously did it at Man United. And like you said, whether that's um, a confidence in the manager to say, in the person that's doing it, and in that not fearful of them trying well, to take yeah. your job. Yeah. Because you've always got to have that element of trust in yourself to like, he's successful, he's done what he's yeah. done but I want to bring through the next generation. That's unbelievable. Probably so, um, a good time to ask this one. It was a good one. Most influential manager. I mean, I praise the honesty of Warnock. Like, he would know how to man-manage and he would almost use the senior pros as well to say, if we were playing well but the youngsters weren't, he would go for us, the senior ones, to then take the sort of pressure off yeah. the young ones. And he did that with me, Clint Hill and Desert once. And I was like, and f- we didn't know at the time. I was thinking, sure, sure, fucking, I'm sure I played well there. Yeah. <laughs> like me, Desmond Clint looking in the dressing room going, is he all right? I'm sure we played well. And then all the youngsters are gone. We're still in there. And he said, don't worry about that. It was just for the youngsters. And like, there was a reason for the way he did stuff. But as in, obviously, Malky, for what he did for us at the time, and the, I talk about the recruitment of the personnel, the bonds that the players and the partners that he brought to the club that was unbelievable what he created there and then David and a complete eye opener to the way the game's played like and can be played and trained and and successful doing it and successful yeah if you get a manager's job and you could take one of them as assistant who would you go good question would you get me in his entertainment officer by the way just for when them bonding (laughs) sure there's a role for me somewhere (laughs) come on give us a break Definitely Get me away from these. It's definitely not shams. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think they're all leads. I'd have to. I'm not sure I can answer that. They're all leads in their own right. I'm not sure that they'd could imagine any of them being an understudy to anyone. So and what's then, next and then um, Honestly, coaching, um, management, whether that's now or in the future, that's definitely what I want to do: be a manager, um, head coach whatever the title's called I know they're, they're deemed differently in certain aspects of certain clubs um, but as to be a within a coaching unit that I can learn from I'd agree to that as well because my missus tells me off for saying it but like you can never learn enough you can never you're never going to know it all so I will say like I'm learning I want to learn and if that means being in a unit coaching unit that's I can really pick the brains of someone and be part of and whether that's first team coach assistant I'd say yes to that um, but yeah coaching and, and leading that way for sure but well, you know if you do <laughs> get a job if you do get a job tomorrow right and you're taking the last to Sweden I don't want my role until that, you've, you've finished half to Sweden <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll entertainment definitely officer. not on the rations <laughs> and, entertainment, <laughs> entertainment officer after Sweden I can imagine you're both I'd be like that fucker on Rocky you know old guy on Rocky with he's just sat there with a cigar and that just watching from afar yeah yeah no. <laughs> on a pedal on I'll wait I'll wait for after but I, I will come in as entertainment officer <laughs> no, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, mate. top man, oh, mate. Thank you very much for that. Thank you. Took some time, all, that, isn't it? Yeah. All the, all the best with everything going forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, thanks for having me on. It's been good. Fucking hell, eh? Because one of the cuts we won. I know, it is actually. To <laughs> be fair, I did, I did buy it. <laughs> 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 